Before I start this podcast, I would like to say that my dumbass forgot to record this podcast with my brand new microphone. So I do apologize if the quality is meh. And at the same time, uh, I'm not getting any monetary uh, things from this, but I would appreciate that if you can give a like, a follow, subscribe to my channel on YouTube, which is the Johnny Pompa Show. And share the podcast to your friends and family. I would appreciate that. Thank you. And now, here is the podcast. Enjoy. And I, again, I apologize for the mic quality because my dumbass forgot to put the settings on for the new mic. So, enjoy. All right. Welcome back to the podcast. This is the What's Up Show by yours truly, Johnny Fucking Pompa. Well, this episode's gonna be a bit serious. I need to address some things that is happening around the world, and I couldn't wait to get it off my chest because it's a lot. There is a lot of things to discuss. It. I do apologize if I'm gonna do a lot of filters and a lot of fillers. I don't know what the fuck you call it, but just bear with me while listening to this. Alright, so recently uh, in Minneapolis, I think all of you know it, a 46 African-American uh, was brutally murdered by a police officer because he couldn't breathe while the police officer was putting his knee on top of his neck for 7 minutes and he was crying out for his mother and he was also saying that he couldn't breathe. And four other individuals were also there just witnessing that act and did not do anything causing it to make protests from the Black Lives Matter movement and also from the other communities which I give my great kudos to them but at the same time it led to violence and it led to a lot of looting so I don't really want to give opinions about it but not to the point that I have to criticize like America and for that because I have no right to do that I'm a Filipino and I could maybe say a few things but not to the point that I criticize like the whole American thing because that for me it doesn't give me the right I'm not an American voter I'm not a citizen I'm just giving my external perspective on it now, of course, it's been happening a lot of times. It's ridiculous that there's on continuing racism on 2020. Even though the Jim Crow laws don't exist anymore, how they say this, the civil rights has always been updated to accommodate everyone under the sun, any ethnicity, anyone. And at least the police officer, the one who killed George Floyd, was arrested. But we need to make more, you know, adjustments to it. And I hope America can realize that racism is still going on. I don't know how many times you need to see it, but that's my opinion on it. And I hope that they can unite as a country during this very, very, very tragic pandemic. And I really hope that they can, you know, they can really do something about it. They can really do something about it. Anyways, so the, the thing I want to really discuss is back here in the Philippines because here in the Philippines I've been seeing a lot of support towards George Floyd, the Black Lives Matter uh, movement and I really appreciate it uh, because it shows that we show compassion if we see something that's not right we say it through social media and all that's good at least we're doing something but I noticed also another thing it's also happening back in our country it is happening a lot police brutality 
but most of all, abuse of power from the police, from high-ranking officials here in this country. I usually don't like to go political that much. I, I do, but not as much. I just like make a small feature, small mention about it, but now I have to because I'm a, I'm a voter. I'm the voter for the Philippines. I voted for the ones who will run this government. There are some selections I'm happy about and there are some people that I'm very disappointed that I voted. And it's normal. It tends to happen. You know, you vote for somebody and they tend to disappoint you. Fine by me. It really happens for everyone else. But the thing I really want to discuss first is the abuse of power. Or that some people can get away with certain actions. Because they view it... Obviously, when you look at it, it's not really a big deal. But it occurred in a very, very, very complicated circumstance or situation it's not really complicated very dangerous situation now i want to talk about the ncr um head officer one of the head officers in the ncr police station in the in the pnp in the philippine national police and that is major general sinas sinas or sinas now a lot of people have been criticizing him which, which he needs to be. He needs to be criticized. He needs to be told that he did something wrong because he did. For those who are listening abroad, he basically made a birthday party for 50 people. 50 people. And um, there was the usual singing. There was a voltage 5 theme cake. It's basically a robot uh, theme cake. And there was 18 roses, like a debut. But some people say, okay, that's normal for a guy to make a birthday party. What is wrong? Now, the fucked up part is that he did it during quarantine, during a pandemic, during the one of the most worst times in human history, which is the COVID-19, the coronavirus disease 2019 that has hit God knows how many countries. And he is making a party where you need, where there wasn't even like social distancing. And, and you need to do social distancing so that we can avoid the spread of the virus. And that really pissed off a lot of people, which I don't blame because, oh, like we're staying at home. Thousands and thousands of people are getting arrested just because they're violating the quarantine laws and then you see this guy celebrating a birthday party. I'm not saying he's not supposed to celebrate his birthday, but having 50 people, plus you're drinking alcohol, plus there's no social distancing. So what's the point? And the thing is, that's really sad. He's still doing his job. He is still out there, not being arrested, not being charged, and they said they're still investigating it. What's the point of investigating it if you're not even going to detain him? Okay, you tested him out. Even some people got positive from COVID-19 during that party. 
there were I don't know how many people but they got infected they they became positive from the COVID-19 and what does he do he's still out there and that's the thing like the abuse of power of our high-ranking officials and people from the police it's it's ridiculous and now they're also arresting people just because they wrote something ill against uh, the president against president Rodrigo Duterte now I'm saying that some of those messages like obviously the way the context it's wrong but to actually go there and arrest the guy like arrest the guy I mean of course the of course like there was this 25 year old teacher who said, who said like okay I'll give 50 million if uh, somebody kills Duterte now the way obviously when you see it it's wrong I mean love or hate Duterte like you can't really say that but the fact that you know some people actually took it seriously and he's a teacher that he can't say his own I'm, I'm, I'm saying this as objectively as possible that saying that okay at some point at one side okay he's wrong he's very wrong but at the at the other side this really question you is do we really have the freedom of speech do we really have the freedom to actually you know criticize uh, our government officials the police people who are running this country and it, it really it, at, at this point like it scares you and I just realized now that the Philippines isn't really a democratic country in my opinion for me it is an oligarchy slash theocracy because oligarchy means power of the few it literally literally means power of the few so there's only a few people who can have who can control this country and sometimes the opinions of people don't really matter and at the other side is a theocracy because I see that the separation of law or the state and the church is a joke because the church always has to do with the matters of the state no wonder we don't have divorce here in the philippines we're the only country aside from the fucking vatican that doesn't have any divorce that doesn't have a divorce law and people have the audacity to even defend like oh there's not supposed to be divorce blah 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 and all man you don't know how many fucking abusive relationships are in the philippines because if there was a divorce law then a lot of men and women will be saved mentally and physically from abusive relationships now back to we were saying so about seniors right and he's still out there and the fact that you know it just it's just to show you that you know people can get away here in this country people can get away i don't know if there's even an investigation and the fact that he took us for stupid people by saying that the photos were edited and the and he did nothing wrong he's a good guy and all 
the some people in the government think that we're actually stupid what in the actual fuck like seriously do do act do the government take us seriously i think not sometimes yes but most of the time they won't because they would say such such absurd statements and it pisses me off it's like what the fuck why do you think that and aside from the seniors thing i would like to also talk about you know i wouldn't really call it police brutality but obviously he got killed brutality is like more like getting beat up until the death now this one is a killing now this one was the shooting of an ex-army officer with PTSD with post-traumatic stress order by the Manila police. Uh, it was the mur- it was basically former Army Corporal Winston Ragos who was shot by a policeman in Quezon City. Now they're looking this objectively now. Some people now, according to him, he said that he did it in self-defense because Ragos had reached for something in his bag. Police say they found a pistol, but the 34-year-old's family say Rakos was unarmed and only had been reaching for a quarantine pass. Now, a lot of, and, and this is the thing, a lot of people were defending the police officer, a lot of people were defending Winston Rakos. Now, let's look at it objectively. Because some, because, okay, so according to the police officer, he made a judgment call and an investigation will be launched if so he made a judgment call but the thing is though it like you wouldn't know like at, at one part okay he might have something what is he reaching out but at the same time who knows it might be actually a quarantine pass so a lot of people like to compare it the one with george floyd it's not man it's a totally different thing but you know because the one in george floyd obviously 100 percent the police officer was wrong 100 fucking percent he was wrong now when it comes to the you know to the death of former uh, army corporal winston ragos he wasn't supposed to be like killed like that man like we really don't know the whole thing but you know it's not like that a former army corporal for the armed forces of the philippines doesn't deserve a death like that especially after what he injured in 2017 siege of marao the amount of stress the amount of psychological things happening in your head it's it's ridiculous because it's not easy to live with and i salute our veterans and our former soldiers that have to fight with ptsd and there are a lot of issues in this country about you know the police like killing without even making like extrajudicial killings and all now I'm not gonna go for into that, but that's a dark side of it. I don't know the full stories of it, so I'm not gonna go dive deep in. I haven't researched any of it, so I'm not gonna dive deep in. But let's say, you know, you're saying stop police brutality, stuff like that. We need to start here in the Philippines. 
we need to start that we need we need to address you know the things that are happening and some people just don't because like they they just like oh okay i'm an activist uh, oh they'll, they'll view me as an activist they'll view me as like uh how do you say a yellow yellow dilaw one because that's like the opposition of the current um, administration and they might you know bash me for just saying my opinion i'm like what the fuck guys this is a democratic country you bashing me already shows your freedom of speech and you say some say oh we don't want you to have freedom of speech it, you are a hypocrite because if you're gonna bash me saying that i don't deserve a freedom of speech also you don't deserve freedom of speech because you're against it you're against your own thing and now uh, looking now looking at you know um looking at this now i, I can see that there is you know uh, the black lives movement black lives matter thing and all stop racism and shit but let's be honest guys here in the philippines we have lots of racism lots and lots of racism and it's sometimes we say our oh, low-key racist no we're actually damn racist because we like to judge people from their background we like to judge people from the color of their skin. Why do you think if you look at celebrities and TV shows, most of them have white skin but not dark skin and all? And, and when there's like a dark skin character, they get made fun of. That is racism and discrimination there. And discrimination towards our indigenous people towards the Eta, towards god knows how many other tribes just because they're dark and don't think like you doesn't give you the right to discriminate them and don't get me started also with like islamophobia you know there's so much discrimination towards the muslim community so much discrimination that they some of them have to even change their name so that it can be hired by countries uh but sorry by um companies which is ridiculous because if somebody is named dato muhammad ibn um and so on and so forth he should go by that and then he has a nickname so that it's easy for his colleagues because yeah, i know a lot of people that have you know um, arabic names and then they call them and then they have a nickname but they're not ashamed to show their name. Why should they be afraid to show their real name and they have to change it just so that they could be hired and they won't get discriminated? And that's ridiculous. It's happening here in the Philippines that um, they get discriminated because they've always been associated with terrorism. They've always been associated with you know someone who's being aggressive and like that someone who is like first of all I, shout out to my muslim friends man who's are, who are listening to this i love y'all i love y'all and you know i hope you're doing well and um belated uh eid uh, mubarak like because um ramadan finished uh, so uh belated but 
It doesn't give the right for some people to discriminate the Muslim community. They've, they've been through a lot. Like ever since, maybe not like 9-11 or, you know, there were, there were some moments that ever since they're like, they've been, you know, associated with this, associated with that. Especially here in the Philippines, they're very, they're discriminated. It's like, oh, he's a Muslim. Oh, so what's, the, what's wrong with somebody who is a Muslim? It even says here in our constitution, in Article Three, in the Bill of Rights, Section Five, no law shall be, no law shall be made respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, the free exercise and enjoyment of religious profession and worship without discrimination or preference shall forever be allowed. No religious test shall be required for the exercise of civil or political rights. That's the thing. Why are you discriminating people who decide to follow a certain faith, follow a certain moral compass? Just because you don't follow this certain moral compass, does it mean that, you know, I have to, you have to let force me to follow that moral compass? guys at the end of the day it's just one god you know it it's still one god for those who are religious but apparently something oh my god is like this my god is like no it's just one god and it depends on you to choose a moral compass or something that goes with your beliefs and all and aside from the discrimination of well, Muslims are also discriminations of atheists. Now, some people say like, oh, atheists are demonic, they're satanic, and like that. No, nobody still understands the concept of atheism. Atheist comes from the Greek word a and then theo, atheo. A in Greek means deprived of. And theo means like theos, like means God. So it's the deprivation of a God. It's you don't believe in a supernatural being so you either you don't believe either there's a god or there is satan because you don't believe in anything supernatural or a super being in, in that case and because like i said just because the, we we don't follow your god or your moral compass doesn't give you the right to actually discriminate and that's the thing i you know, it's a theocracy. It's like here in the Philippines, it's a theocracy. It's like, I just noticed like we're more Roman Catholic than Rome itself, you know? And I totally understand like where people come off, like, you know, how Christians have their sort of moral things and like that, but it doesn't give you the right to discriminate people just because they don't believe in the same thing as you. Like, like I said, it says here, in the Arctic article 3 in the Bill of Rights section 5 you know free exercise enjoyment of religious profession and worship without discrimination or preference it doesn't mean that you have to choose a religion as long as if the person is good even though he or she doesn't believe in a God then why should you discriminate because at the end of the day she, he or she is still a good citizen she is, he or she is still a good citizen. Did she do anything wrong to you? Did she, did he or she, did they do anything that provoked you? No. 
Because in my opinion, not believing in a God is not a provocation. It doesn't give you a right to be provoked. You just have to respect. Because at the end of the day, they're still good people. Okay? They just don't believe that a supernatural being can let them find their moral compass. Their moral compass is other things. You know? Obviously, their moral compass came from the teachings of teaching sex experience, you know, teachings of from their parents, teaching like of, like experience, you know, just um, just experiencing the pain, the suffering, the gain, the glory days, and all. And it's it's just sad to see that people that don't believe in a certain faith or don't even believe in a faith get discriminated here discrimination here in the philippines is ridiculous towards a lot of people and now i'm seeing no to racism with regards to george floyd but how can we be no racism like you support the no racism movement in the states but you don't you don't speak out when it comes here in the philippines you know it's kind of ironic at the end of the day so and we, and then sometimes we we're even racist to to people who are dark-skinned our say like i said i'm repeating it to tan people people who are morena you know for those morena who are speaking there don't be ashamed of your skin you are beautiful as you are okay no matter what and there's and and that's the thing there's like this divide between skins at the end of the day guys we're still filipino brown white pink or whatever as long as we live all as long as we're living in this archipelago and we're born in this archipelago we're filipinos no matter what the color of your skin and and sometimes it's just like there are some tv series who are like doing inappropriate things like you know, um, coloring the skin of the, like, even darker to make it seem that he or she's, like, you know, how do you say this, like, ugly and stuff. Man, like, the cultural appropriation is, like, zero. Zero. Like, literal zero. Yeah, and shout out to those people who are, you know, suffering from that. And I hope that this will end very very soon very very soon now moving on i also want to address this because what i'm doing is actually saying my own opinions and saying my own critiques towards certain things right it like it says here again on section four from article three of the bill of rights no law shall be passed abridging the freedom of speech of expression or of the press or the right of the people peacefully to assemble and petition the government for redress of grievances so basically we have the right to make speeches we have the right to voice out our opinion now there's this new law right it has passed a few days ago or two days ago uh, recently it is the senate bill uh, 1083 aka the anti-terrorism bill now you might think okay anti-terrorism bill okay it's a matter of national security it might be good for us 
Okay, you can think of that, obviously. But, here's the part. Listen to this. Anti-terrorism bill defines terrorism as anyone who, between parentheses, with or without any direct part in the act, commits the following to incite public fear or provoke the government. Now, you can understand destruction of private government property or critical infrastructure, you know, uh, possessing, producing, supplying of weapons. Obviously, it's logic. Causing death or seriously bodily injury. Well, that's not retaliation. It's just being a criminal at this point. But, this is the thing. Joining a rally. Or should I say activism. Now, how do you say? Now, I'm a Duterte supporter. Okay? But I criticize also what he has done wrong. Because it makes me a voter. Like, I like the guy. I like Duterte, what he did for Davao City. I like what he did for our city, how he changed it from the murder capital of the Philippines to basically one of the safest cities in the world. But I can also criticize on the things that he has done wrong and his administration has done wrong. Because as much as I like Duterte, but I love the Philippines more. I love my country more and more and more. I love it more. No matter who is in the seat, I love my country more because I want to see my people and this country progress and develop. Now, continuing. So, joining a rally, posting or resharing of terrorist content online, and conspiring, training, organizing, Organizing or recruiting for terrorism. Now I can understand with the NPA, with the New People's Army, fine. Or donating to non-state recognized organizations. Now, the joining the rally part is already being considered as being a terrorist. Where's the freedom of speech? It's like, obviously when I see rallies and all, I can totally understand that there's some creativity there's the usual burning of like a very creative way to provoke the president or those who are in the chair and all but at least they still have the right to protest and have the right for speech to say what's their problem to say what it is I totally understand because if there's something wrong in the government, then you then you need to criticize, you need to protest in a peaceful way. Not to the point that, okay, you will start like violating everything just because you're a protester doesn't mean that it gives you the right to like destroy some things and all. But there are so many peaceful protests, whether you like their opinion or not, it's still an opinion. And... It's kind of ridiculous like joining a rally makes you become a terrorist or let's say there's some certain rallies that are happening but it's biased because it's maybe uh, for the thing that you're standing or for the thing that you're standing against it really depends but joining a rally 
for being an activist it's already a terrorist you're already considered as a terrorist so basically just because some people did or how to say this manifested their ideas in a wrong way mean that everybody who wants to protest are affiliated with that person and they can't do that no man it can't be and and like i said in the my god like i don't know how many times i need to read this from the constitution like some people just forget the damn constitution exists and it's like you know what fuck it i just make my own damn laws and i can't believe that this actually has been passed it has been passed like okay objectively looking at it 50% okay I understand it's for the national security so that people are safe but at the same time there's some things that doesn't make sense it really doesn't make sense so why would you put that in there you know so it's kind of it's kind of mind baffling you know it's it's baffling to be honest and i just really 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 hope that they think again about this bill cuz activism isn't terrorism guys it's expressing your thoughts on the flaws of the government if you love this country you have to tell what's wrong despite if it's an administration you voted for if the person you voted for has a good personality and you like him as the person but at the end of the day guys we need to be loyal to our country we need to be loyal to the philippines for those who are listening from here and me as a filipino I'm just doing trying to do my part you know and just voicing out on how I feel what the government is actually doing I I'm sorry that you know if you arrived at this part and you think oh this is getting too political and like that I said it in the beginning this is going to be a very very important episode of this podcast very serious episode So and you might even hear more about it uh when I have like a few guests and all. So yeah, uh, that's basically it man and I just hope that Filipinos can realize that we have problems here. We're just adre- not addressing it enough. And just realize okay, There's police brutality here and there's also racism here. And we need to fight that racism and police brutality and abuse of power here in the Philippines in our own country. And if joining a rally goes against those things makes you a terrorist, then in my opinion, the government has failed, man. It's like You know, I'm not saying it's a totalitarian, God forbid, but you know, I just I just don't want that it has to come to this. 
I don't know if you're able to get it and all, but yeah, that's basically it. Anyways, if if you reached until this point, I do apologize for my failures. I'm just speaking out of my mind right now, and it's not really something that I organized. It's not really something formal, but I just needed to voice my opinions out, voice my thoughts out. So thank you again for listening to the podcast. This has been your boy, Johnny fucking Pampa. This has been the What's Up Show. And remember guys, you know, just if you have something in your mind, just express it. That's all. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, on Facebook and follow me on spotify and on google podcast again this has been johnny papa and this has been the what's up show thank you very much